You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul Show. The great man. Welcome, JP. Kia bro. How are we? Mate, that is crystal clear. Crystal. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can't believe I've been coming across all scratchy. Peaky uh, and... Doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah, it's a li- there's a little bit there, but it's nowhere near as bad as, as the past. As the past. Should we start with the questions? Because there's a lot. Oh, mate, you start with there is just a plethora of sport everywhere, man. It's it's crazy. Internationals are back. The Ashes are back on. Oh, I don't, mate, I'm, my head's going crazy. Right. Jeremy Paul, you have just been anointed the All Black selector and head coach. Do you pick Sean Stevenson? <laughs> Oh, geez, who do you pick? Like, it's uh, you've got to have a bit of an eye for the Rugby World Cup, but also for the future as well. But obviously, Foz is not going to be the coach next year. So, um, you know, you've got to play to win, I think. And there, there has to be a lot of Chiefs players, and we can see that with a few of the selections. What about Josh Lord? Mm. Ooh. Right. Um, Narawa. He deserved his spot this year. He's been outstanding for the first test. So, oh, look, I think Sean Stevenson will be there and will play a long time. But hard part for him is where, who do you drop out? You've got Bowden Barrett playing 15 just because I think they're giving him a go in front of Will Jordan. Will Jordan, is he's another level. So, Well, he's still, he's Sean... still back in New Zealand with migraine issues, which it's been going for, gosh, it feels like 18 months now. So he didn't even travel, mate. Yeah, no, no, I know, but you'd, you'd have to think though that he's, if he's fit, he's there, right? And then um, you go, you, you obviously got Talia who's injured as well on the wing, so you've you've either got wing or fullback, right? Because you got Bowden Barrett there, and so and Sean Stevenson who's had an incredible season this year. So oh, it's just a plethora of riches for for the All Black selections, but I, I definitely would have Sean Stevenson in the squad and thereabouts. Um, He's had a terrific season this year, and he's he's like that X factor, right? Like you can bring him on, and he can spark anything. So, um, but they're still obviously going with the Richard Moanga. Like obviously, Dame McKenzie's got the first start against Argentina, but and Richie Moanga's on the bench. But you know, seeing Bowden Barrett at fifteen, um, you know, you you just want him on the field, don't you? <laughs> like he like he really do. Do you feel his like experience. Ian Foster's best and his number one team? At this stage, he's going to name it next week for South Africa and Auckland? Well, you have to think this, this because everyone's sort of got five or four tests in this rugby championship. So we've obviously, All Blacks Australia have two with the Bledisloe Cup. Um, and everyone's having a bit of a lead. And the Wallabies actually are playing the French at home before the Rugby World Cup. 
amazing game to sort of lead into that Rugby World Cup, obviously. So I think these these four games, you'll see a few positions. Because you look at the back row on the All Blacks, right? Shannon Fazell, he's, he's got the first go at six. You got Dalton Papali'i there. You got that young Fennell as well from the Chiefs, mm. who I think had an absolute. He was. You need a six, and that's why I, 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 I'm backing Shannon Frizzell here. Like that game. Remember last year when the All Blacks were all under the pub and they lost that first game, and then they had to come out in that second game, and it was probably one of the best wins the All Blacks have had for for a long time under so much pressure. And Shannon Fazell was was easily one of the best players on that day. You, you, you need that big ball-running player in the back row. And yes, Artie Severe is a wonderful ball-runner, but he's better in loose play. And I, I think the back row balance, as well as the, as well as the midfield, so 12-13. Geordie Barrett's gone to 12. I, I, I love Rico Ioane. I... I I just see this kid as being one of the great, one of the greatest players of all time. That's that's how much I I, I really back this kid. He he still hasn't fired yet, but I think if they sort out that twelve ten, and maybe Geordie Barrett is the solution for twelve. But I I think if you can, if they can fix that twelve thirteen selection, then yeah, the All Blacks, the All Blacks are really going to put on a good show. I I have to have Anton Leonard Brown in my starting fifteen. Have to. Well, do you play him at 12? Yeah, because I, I feel like the Lone Ranger, but I feel like Geordie's best position is fullback. I don't think he's got fast enough feet for 12. He's, I'm not knocking yep. his bravery, his defence, his aerial work, his commitment. I'm not knocking any of that. But a fast feet 12 and Rico at 13, I think we'd see I think we'd see a better Rico with Anton Leonard-Brown at 12. I don't know. Yeah, you need, you need a 12 to create space, don't you? Mm. Like it's... That 12 is a pivotal position, like when you just need him to truck it up. Obviously, Anton Leonard-Brown has that. You just need to make yards. Um, and then you need that sleight of hand as well where they're a ball player. So that 12 is – that's why I'm saying it's a critical position, as well as playing outside Richie Moanga too, right? Like you've got, to give, you've got to give the 10 a bit of space. Like all three 10s, Barrett, Moanga and McKenzie, they, they create space on their own as a, just a, a dangerous runners because they're good runners of the footy. So you, you also need a 12 that, that can play outside of a 10 like that, who's not just a pass distributor, um, not just a kicker, but an actual ball runner as well. So, yeah, I, I think 12 is that. But 12 and 6, man, and obviously 15, mm. um, particularly if we're not going to see um, – particularly if we're not going to see Will Jordan. I just wish him the best of luck in his recovery. I really hope he can push through – and he gets better. A few questions about the Wallabies. Um, I think a really, really good back line um, and a pretty good forward pack um, and a not very good forward bench. I might be wrong, but I think this Wallaby side's good enough to take the Springboks. Look, it's it's an interesting first side that Eddie's picked, actually. Like, uh, front row, sort of, yeah, that was pretty standard because the Brumby boys, Slipper and Alatoa, have been outstanding this season, very consistent. And I'm glad to see Nick Frost got a start. Like he's, he he is that he he's kind of shaped a new type of second row. He's super quick, absolutely mm. electric pace, and his work rate is incredible. But he's but he's not that big bash 
kind of Will Skilton, if you know what I mean, like big second row to bash him over the advantage line. And I think these two, in terms of Frost and Skilton, really balance each other. But then you've got to worry about the line out. And that's why I think he's gone. What about young Tom Hooper? Mm. Come from nowhere on mm. the bench for the Brumps. But he's, look, he's on the ball. See, Michael Hooper's not an on the ball seven. And when they've tried to get him to go on the ball, they actually lose the strengths of Michael Hooper. And that is a ball running seven. I love seeing him out there running the ball. His support lines are, uh, oh my God, they're up there with George Smith's where he can, he can angle himself and put himself into positions. But if he's tying himself up in the, back, in, in the ruck to try and pilfer like a David Pocock or like, you know, Richie McCall, he's not that seven. Mm. And that's why I like that pick with Tom Hooper because he's, he's really actually a seven. Obviously, Rob Valentini, best forward in Australia. Um, love to see him at eight. I think if, he can, if we can set a good platform, I, I think we'll see him off the back a fair bit. Eddie loves that. Nine, ten, look quite... Oh, Love to see Quade fit Quade Cooper. And mm. uh, he's looking, God, he's looking sharp. Reese Hodge, the Mr. The masking tape, the man that can fix every every position, right? Like he just <laughs> And he, he just can kick it everywhere. over from 60 meters. Oh yeah. Oh bro, I still remember when he kicked that goal and it hit the post. Mm. And we could have won our first first Bledisloe Cup game there for twenty over twenty years, I think it was. Um but yeah, he got the start in front of um Semi Semi Karevi, who, who I Samu Karevi, sorry, I, I look, I love Samu Karevi. I think they, I think Eddie's just sort of easing him in, and um, and uh, Big Vonivalu. Like I, I told you, I said this a couple of weeks ago. Eddie loves his big NRL wingers, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're right. Look, I think, look, I think the balance of, I, I think, is really just looking for players to step up in this game, particularly in the forward pack. And I think Tom Hooper has a wonderful opportunity here because six has also been notoriously a, a tough position for us as well. Um, and that balance, because everything's about balance, right? Like you can't just have like the two sevens pilfering the ball everywhere. You've got no support lines for that extra player for the for a, a counter-attack. Um so uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go against this monstrous pack. Like, ever since the scrummaging has changed in terms of that, you know, head-to-head -head contact and there's no more hit, South African props have gotten bigger. <laughs> like, they are they are enormous. Like, they were big in my day, mate. They were massive. Like, Ollie LaRue, my God, he's the size, you know, of the Eiffel Tower. But he... he Mate, it, it, it's as though the props, African props, have just decided to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and so it will be. It will be a big test for the Wallaby Pack, and I think if they can get parity, uh, Eddie's only Eddie's always been like Wallabies. We've always been fortunate to have a wonderful backline, and I think if we can get parity in the forwards, yeah, we're we're a chance over there. Mm. Um. I've got a question from Kerry in the mighty, mighty province of Manawatu. I'll tell you what, this is homework for you and me. We need to go through the World Cup draw. He's asked to give uh, both you and I our semi-finalists and the eventual winner of the World Cup. So that's our homework for this week. So we'll do that next week, okay? Yeah, I think I've, done, I've already done this, but I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll come back to this next week. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 
We'll see. It'll probably change. Yeah, we'll do it now because it'll probably change in about six to eight weeks. Yeah, I know. After watching the game. We'll do it next week. Uh, We've got a left field one from, that's his, James from Christchurch. G'day, Staffy. Question for JP. Does he have any tips to remove sticker residue off golf club shafts? Oh, I could say really anything here now, but it's 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 in the afternoon and kids are driving, so we'll. Um, I think for, look, I, mate, I've got no idea. I think I the secret, no uh, James from Christchurch. I think it's fly spray. It's either fly spray, fly spray, fly spray. Or, or nail polish remover. One of those two works. Oh, I'd have to be nail polish, mate. When we we're all locked in COVID, I must have got. I must have had every spa treatment possible, having daughters, <laughs> and I had toenails. Fingernails, yeah, that nail polish remover is amazing, man. It takes off everything. Yeah, that's the one, bro. Nail polish remover. Um, ashes. I know you love the ashes. Mitch oh. Marsh goes bang. Bang. I actually walked in. I'm, I'm the little my little barber. He was um, he was going to bed last night, and the, the ashes come on. I said, oh, I can't believe it. it's four for ninety one. And my favourite player, Mitch Marsh, is and I. You, you, I bet you he, he smacks 100. And, oh, and I got so excited. I had to go and watch it. <laughs> I was like, oh, it is. It, do you know with sports staff, like it is just, it's incredible to see a player step in, having not played for, what, 20-odd months, I think it was, and smack 118 off 170. It was a controlled innings. Because mm. this is always the thing about bringing in T20 players, right? Like players that can cleanly hit the ball like Mitch Marsh. And that is whether or not they've got the temperament for test for test cricket. And you could see him, like when the cameras were on him, taking this big breath, like to slow himself down. Because <laughs> it's like he could have hit every single <laughs> ball for six. Like it was just, oh, it was... And the emotion, like you almost felt like you were with him the entire, every ball. Mm. And um, look, it's it's it, particularly coming off the controversy and the Johnny Bairstow, like dismissal. My God, what about that debacle? The spirit <laughs> of cricket. Oh, my God. I used, to, I used to love that. Oh, that's not in the spirit of rugby. You do realise, like, we used to kick the crap out of each other, like, on the ground. Like, you know, when we used to play, there was rucking. And one slide boot would end up in the back of your head. And you were like, oh, is that in the spirit, is it? Like, it was just, oh, my God. It was, they were under huge amounts. Could you imagine playing under, playing a sport under that pressure of that press? Like that press over there is ruthless. They're savage, um, and England have got it all wrong in these first two tests. Like it's it's a wonderful way to play cricket, but you do need that control, and it's a little bit like the Brumbies back in two thousand when we didn't have a, a second game 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 plan. Right, we didn't have Plan B. We just ran the ball, ran the ball. When all we had to do was kick it, get some territory, and we would have won that final. So, it's yeah, you, you, you can't just have the one game plan. And but it's good cricket. I'm telling you, staff, it's the best test, test cricket I've seen in a very long time. As a cricket fan, Mark Wood, oh my God, how fast is he? Could you imagine? Could you imagine seeing a ball coming at 150? Because these guys. They, they don't get that speed anymore, no. right? Like that that Aussie 
um, dismissal where he just clean bowled him. Well, came off the inside of his bat, but inside edge. But when you're talking about an extra 10 kilometres, 10 to 15 kilometres, that's frightening stuff. And especially it's all been bouncers, right? Like, so you've, but, but his action though, like he was injured in the last test, so he couldn't, they obviously wasn't available for selection and they didn't go with him in the first test, but his action, he's never been able to like, double up and, and play consistently test after test after test. And there's very similar, actually, very similar story to Pat Cummings when he was younger. He's stormed onto the scene as a 18-year-old, had amazing first test, man of the match, test match over in South Africa, and we didn't see him for four or five years because of his action. The great Dennis Lilly came in and said, why are you bowling like that? Like, just just change this part here. And now we're seeing him as one of the greatest test bowlers of all time. Like, yeah, it's because he's always falling over. Every every over, he's he's at least he's hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, the body is it's it's not it's not designed to to move like that. So, oh look, he he was he was electric. But once the boys got through that, Travis Head and and Mitch Marsh got through that first hour. Um, but it's obviously a it's obviously a wicket they can take. Like it's it's a bowler's wicket. So. I think I think the fact we got two sixty eight, I think that's a that's a good score. Oh mate, it's all on for tonight. Don't worry about that. Can't yeah. wait. Uh, not a question from Ken, but you're almost cousins now. You and Ken just saying, JP. Oh man. JP, I like your comment about Rico. I've been trying for two years to tell SEN fans that about him. As for Anton Leonard Brown at twelve, he has to stay injury free first. To uh, first. Have a great day, JP. Cheers from Ken. Um, so there you go. That's not a question. It's a comment. Yeah, it's the 12, man. I think I think Rico's – and he's, he's showing glimpses. It just needs that consistency. And I think a, a good – I think a good 12. Don't forget also last year there was still the experiment between Bowden and Barrett and, and Richard Moonga too, which he obviously then held out and, and kept the position. So I think him being more cemented at, at 10 this year – and him getting the crack, I think, I think that will make a hell of a difference too. Uh, and finally, sticker off the shaft, uh, CRC, and then it peels off, and someone else, uh, Larry, has told us lighter fluid all day. <laughs> <laughs> lighter fluid, of course it is. Course, I oh, see. I see, man. They'll take care of anything, man. It does. Take care it of anything. Takes care. All right, JP. Uh, finally, uh, All Blacks, Argentina, South Africa, Wallabies. Give us who wins each game in a couple of margins. Oh, look, I think the Wallabies will get up by two points. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win in the last sort of five minutes. I really do. Um, and I think the All Blacks. I think the All Blacks will take Argentina as well. And I think this will be. Five points and under. Like I think, I think we're going to see some tight fixtures over the next, over the coming weeks, and some good rugby. I think, I think Argentina will run the hell out of this ball, particularly playing at home, confidence up, actually beating New Zealand last year. So I think it will be a tough game for the All Blacks over there. And but I still think they'll get through. I still think they've got the side. And yeah, coming into a Rugby World Cup, everyone's going to be putting their hands up. So mm. yeah, good time, staff. Good times, and everyone's going to be listening to the Jeremy Paul show at two o'clock on Fridays. I can tell you that now. It's heating up. Yes. Thanks, JP. Enjoy the Ashes, the rugby, the Tour de France, the Wimbledon, the whole shebang. Boom. (laughs) Go the Wallabies.